0: It's not exercise, it's physical
1: activity. And those are two different things. The fact that I trained myself to be able to run reminds me that I can do things that I don't think I can do.
0: Find the thing that fills your bucket. Find the thing that fills your soul. My physical activity keeps me moving. Keeps me moving fluidly through life. I am moving my body today so that I can move my body for the rest of my life.
1: This is the Well to You podcast. And we are your hosts, Caitlin and Sue. We are moms, Pilates enthusiasts, health coaches, and supporters of
0: all things wellness
1: we are here to remind you that a holistic approach to wellness
0: allows you to thrive in a life of health, happiness, and vitality.
1: Welcome to today's episode of the Well to You podcast. As we move through our summer snippet series, we are moving on to the spoke of physical activity. If you remember, we're talking about the circle of life from the Institute for Integrative Nutrition, and this next spoke on the wheel is physical activity. I always find this one interesting because I think that the ideas that we have in our mind about what exercise is are actually often the things that trip us up. I think that we try to make it more complicated than it needs to be, and when we boil it down, like if you think about it, like really like just did you move your body today not did you go to the hit class and burn 400 calories and mm-hmm. you know and so i feel like when we put our movement or our exercise up on like a high pedestal of what our expectations are that is when we actually fail to do it absolutely when we simplify it down and say like oh I'm going to move today. How am I going to move? Maybe it's a walk today. Maybe it's a Pilates class. Maybe I'm going to go for a quick run, but there's not this like idea. Like if I can't do X, then I'm going to do nothing, you know?
0: Yes. I, I mean, I get trapped in that
1: sometimes.
0: I've been trying to do better, but I do. I see it in my clients so much where they're like, I'm so sorry. I didn't do my homework today. And I'm like, okay, but what did you do? And they were like, well, I went on a walk and I played with my kids in the backyard. And I'm like, then you moved your body. Yeah. I'm not giving you homework to be like, you have to do this. I mean, would I prefer that they do this because it's strategic, but maybe yes. But we do, we place such high expectations on ourselves to do the thing that is deemed a worthy exercise. And I think what we have to separate in our minds, particularly in this kind of topic and spoke on the, in the circle of life is it's not exercise, it's physical activity. And those are two Mm -hmm. different things, but we all put in our minds that physical activity is exercise. And that is not true. And are Mm -hmm. some things better for your body, more strategic more aligned with your goals? Absolutely, if you wanna gain muscle mass, you probably should be lifting weights. But if you're not lifting weights that day, are you not getting physical activity? I mean, it depends. If you're like, well, I don't have time to lift weights, so like you said, I'm just gonna sit around on the couch all day and do nothing, then that's not physical activity. And so I say all the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have a Pilates studio at my house and downtown, (laughs) I have plenty of opportunities to do Pilates and yet somehow I don't do Pilates more than twice a week. I don't do my own Pilates more than twice a week, but when I'm teaching people, I'm walking around the studio, I'm up, I'm active, I'm helping them, I'm, I'm demonstrating or I'm doing a virtual class, that's all physical activity. I mean, literally when I'm teaching my clients, I stand and walk around
1: For five hours free. Here's my question, too. I find this all the time. I find it nearly impossible to teach Pilates and not be engaging my core. So, (laughs) like, I feel like while I'm teaching, even though I'm not doing the exercises, my abs are in and up. You know what I mean? (laughs) totally. Yeah. This is the challenge. Try it one day and see if you can teach someone Pilates and just, like, let your abs, like, hang. Like, just let your belly hang out. I cannot. It's, like, impossible. I've tried. Like, it's, like, not. Like, this is the things I think about. I'm like, what were you thinking about, Sue, during my session? I was trying to see if I could let my abs hang while I died. Especially since I'm, like, literally
0: teaching people how to activate their core every single day. Like, that is, like, my primary focus. I'm Mm -hmm. literally staring at their belly for an hour going, oh, my God, yes, you got Mm -hmm. it. Oh, my God, yes, you got it. So I'm sitting there doing the same thing. To my belly, and I'm like, How do I yeah. stay fit? I'm just sitting here teaching people to breathe. It's because I'm literally doing it myself, too. Yeah, but but here's the thing, too, and this is what I really like to remind my moms that I work with, or really anybody, but particularly the moms that I work with, because it is so hard for them to like fit in. They're like, I can't fit in 30 minutes to go do a mm-hmm. class or whatever. And I asked them, Did you? squat down to empty the dishwasher and put those dishes away today? That's a squat. Did you climb some stairs? Did you do a deadlift to pick up your kid out of the crib? Did you carry a load of groceries in? Did you get yourself up and out of bed while engaging your core? (laughs) Like there are so many ways that we can make our daily activities work for us. If we're doing them properly and if we're conscious about them. And so that's why I'm always yeah. reminding people is if, if you're doing your daily activities and you're just really mindless about them, then they're not probably not helping you as much as they could. But if you're thinking about, oh, I'm going to get this laundry off of the ground by doing a nice deep squat. And maybe I'll just add a couple more there since I'm here. Like mm. that's physical yeah. activity. Life, particularly as a mom... Is full of physical activity, constant.
1: That's right. Think about how much you moved pre-kids versus kids, or think about how much you move now that your kids are a little older versus when your kids were really little. So I think it's just like looking at that stage of life mm-hmm. that you're in and what are you doing. I mean, I just remember I had three under three <laughs> when my third was born. And I just remember being physically drained at the end of the day, like exhausted, like just getting when my twins, and this was even before my third, but I remember just going to Target with my twins. I lived in like a three-story city place. So you'd have the infant carriers downstairs, but you'd bring them up to put the babies in on the second floor, right? Mm -hmm. Then you get the babies from the third floor, bring one baby to the infant car, so you put the baby in, strap them in. Go get the other baby, put the baby in, strap them in. Then by the time you did that, somebody would have pooped. So then you now you <laughs> got to change your diaper. Then you got to do that. Then you get them all to the car in your garage. And then the other one has pooped. So now you got to bring them all out because you can't leave a baby in the car in the garage, right? Like, So yep. that's the stuff I think when you're, especially when you're in young motherhood, that all of that is physical activity. Absolutely. But then also I think important to think about, Like the exercises you give them are targeted exercises. So incorporating targeted exercises towards a goal can be important.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it's like all of those things are physical activity, right? But how are you carrying your body when you're holding that... Baby seat, right? Like you can yeah. throw your hip to yeah. the side and yank your back and like struggle with it, or you can engage your core and stack your boxes, and all of a sudden, carrying that car seat feels really strong and connected versus like this struggle bus. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm always like reminding people is there are so many activities in our day, whether like, yes, as a young mom, or think about when the baby started walking. I went to an event last Friday and all the moms of the older kids, like my age kids, you know, eight and up, we were just hanging out, having a good time. Like, we don't even know where our kids are. They're just having a fun time. It was like this end of school picnic and all the moms of the six and under, nonstop. You just see them walking by, walking by, walking by. And they're like, this isn't even fun because they like, they're uh-huh. not, it was nonstop. Okay, where's my kid, da 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 This one's trying to walk away. This little one is, and so, That is physical activity. That is movement, moving your body. It does not have to be structured. But I will say for some people, there is the extremes. And this is what I say. Find the thing that fills your bucket. Find the thing that fills your soul. And if the thought of trying to fit in a workout at the gym or a pilates class or a video on your tv or your computer or the peloton or whatever if that feels so overwhelming and daunting to you that you just don't then don't you know Mm -hmm. pilates is all i want and need we have talked about this in past episodes People are like, what else do you do? I'm like, I don't do anything else. I don't want to do anything else. Pilates is my thing. Pilates can be my meditation or it can be my cardio. I can ramp it up or ramp it down. My body and my soul do not want nor need anything but Pilates. And I have clients who are the same way. They're like, if I'm not doing Pilates, I'm not doing anything because I don't want to do anything but Pilates. But I have another friend of mine, She's like, I need to come try a class with you. And I'm like, girl, you are gonna hate Pilates. Like I know you, you are going to hate it. Like she's like the super hit weightlifting at the gym, two plus hours a day, I'm like, you're gonna hate it. That is not your thing. Unless your body needs it or something. Why? Why are you trying to find something else? Why do you want to do something else? It's not going to fill your bucket. You're therefore you're not gonna make the time for it. Or if it's just so overwhelming that you're just like, I can't fit this in today, go on a walk around the block. Walk up and down your stairs a couple times. Right. Go lift some groceries. That's still movement. It's
1: still movement. So, I have a little different perspective because I actually like to do other things. Yeah. Particular things. like So, I like to walk or run, and that is sort of a little bit of a mind-clearing activity for me. Mm -hmm. So, in my perfect world... If I had all the time in the world, I would never run. I would just always walk one hour a day. Mm -hmm. But that's not how my life is right now. So I do actually run because I feel like my time is limited. But I also use running for another purpose. So prior to doing Pilates, because of my past injuries and my hypermobility, I never believed that I could run. So the Mm -hmm. fact that I trained myself to be able to run through strengthening my body through Pilates Mm -hmm. reminds me that I can do things that I don't think I can do. Mm -hmm. So when I feel like I'm in a funk and maybe I feel like, oh, I'm, you know, failing. I'm not doing this. I'm not achieving. I'm not making the money. And now I don't think I'm ready. Whatever it is, you know, I go for a run and it doesn't have to be long. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I only do like 15, 20 minutes, but it reminds me that even if I think I can't do something, I can. And so... I like to mix things up a little bit. For me, the walking, running, Pilates, and a little bit of yoga are, like, the perfect mix for me. Mm -hmm. But the only thing that I couldn't take out of that mix is Pilates. Mm -hmm. So if I had to take the walking and running out, I could do that. If I had to take the yoga out, I could do that. But if I took the Pilates out and then continued the other things, I would get hurt. I just know my body um, enough to know that that's what would happen. I think that it's helpful to think about, like, if you have things you want to do and you're struggling, how can you set yourself up for success? Mm-hmm. And so some of the things I do to set myself up for success is short bits, right? 10 or 15 minute run, but instead of doing it three times a week, I do it every day. But instead of doing a 30 minute run three times a week, whatever, you know what I mean? hmm. This is funny. I keep a mat in my office at the studio, even though there are three other rooms filled with places to do Pilates. I keep a mat in my office. So when I'm at my desk, I like turn my head and I'm like, oh, it's calling my name. I need to go do like a a few exercises. And it's like just bringing the mat that much closer to where it's like in my visual sight line Mm -hmm. makes me do Pilates more. Yeah.
0: I think that's a really good point that first of all you know what your body needs and wants yeah. so that kind of goes back to like you know don't do things that don't fill your soul if you don't like I don't like to run running yes. I hate running yeah like, I don't even like to walk like I like I don't like anything that's not Pilates really my kids are like let's go and walk through the neighborhood and I'm like oh that sounds awful I know
1: <laughs> that those things I really love walking. Like, I don't know. I really, it just clears my head.
0: Yeah, I don't. Mostly I think because I have like SI joint stuff and walking like does aggravate my SI joint. So I'm just like, but I do. I mean, I'll do it. I just don't love it. I'd rather like ride a bike. (laughs) I like riding a bike too. But I know that about myself. I am not going to force myself to run because ultimately it's just going to piss me off and not make me happy. But... If I am like, uh, I have 20 minutes, let me force myself to do this, that, or the other. I'll force myself to do Pilates sometimes. I mean, I don't, shouldn't have to force myself to do Pilates, but sometimes I do force myself to do Pilates. But I think also giving yourself the little tricks that do make it easier. And some of the, like, like you said, having your mat in your sight line. I will tell my clients, if 30 minutes feels daunting, do 10, 10, and 10. You're still moving your body for a full 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be all in the same 30 minutes. I think also understanding your goals of physical activity. What are your goals? And mapping those two things. So like my goal with physical activity is to feel strong, to be able to do life more effectively and efficiently. And then it just makes me feel good. It clears my brain and... Even if I feel kind of down, moving my body, primarily when I do Pilates, it like lifts my mood. I'm not really doing physical activity personally for weight loss or to get yoked. Like I don't really care about those things. When I was sick a few weeks ago, I went three weeks without doing any Pilates, Really, and I was in bed for a whole week too. So not only was I not doing Pilates, I was not getting any physical activity at all. And within like the second week of like still recovering and not doing much or much movement at all, my back was hurting, my hips were hurting, my shoulder kept falling out of the socket. Like these are reminders for me of my physical activity keeps me moving, keeps me moving Mm -hmm. fluidly through life, keeps me able to bring all the groceries in, in one trip because God forbid you take two. Those are my goals with physical activity. So really understanding what your goals are and then mapping what you choose to do. Are you gonna lose weight from doing Pilates every day? Maybe. Probably not. It's not a weight, it's not really a weight It
1: depends on where you're at. And honestly, I believe like 80% of weight loss happens in the kitchen. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so that's the thing is it's like my husband loves to go on jogs. Great. They're not the only thing that he can do. And I'm like, what is your goal? Like what? And he's like, I want my back not to hurt. And I said, then go in the studio and do Pilates. Running's not going to change that for you. Map your activity to your goal and then do those mind tricks like you said break it up have your mat right there set out your clothes the night before prioritize for so many of Mm -hmm. us moms we have to just prioritize it and that's really hard to do when there's so many things pulling on
1: you Yeah, I feel like, and my final tip as we start to wrap up this chat about physical activity is I do really think, and this is like almost like a tried and true thing that you hear about all the time, but putting the outfit out the day before, it really does help. I mean, for me, like I wear workout clothes all day long, (laughs) but if you have to get dressed in regular clothes, leaving those workout clothes there. And then going through that whole day and then seeing the folded workout clothes still there is definitely going to make you think twice about how you're going to manage it the next day, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think for, for me, one of the things that always runs through my mind because I have been at a point in my life where I was really sick and actually couldn't do what I wanted to do. I actually had to give up Pilates for a year because I was so sick. And now being able to do it more regularly this quote always kind of it's not even a quote it's like a law of physics bodies at rest stay at rest and bodies in motion stay in motion and even on the days that i am just so exhausted and i'm like i just want to lay around i know that just laying around is going to continue with me just laying around so even just getting up and like doing something, not, it's not even Pilates, like even just walking around or, you know, doing a load of laundry that I'm like lifting stuff. I'm moving my body, I'm in motion. And I see this with like grandparents now, like, or people who are like grandparents ages, where, you know, I have clients who come into the studio who are elderly, like in their 70s and 80s. And my goodness, those people are so strong and they are so dedicated to their movement and it keeps them moving. And then I see the other people who, didn't really move, didn't prioritize any sort of movement. And they're the ones that can't get up out of the chairs, are afraid to move without a walker or a cane. So I really like think forward. Mm -hmm. I am moving my body today so that I can move my body for the rest of my life and don't get stuck sitting and relying on not being able to move.
1: Right. Yeah. How do you want that to... To appear, And what do you want your children to have to do for you? Like, that's the other question. You know what? You keep moving and you're independent and you get to enjoy life with your children and your grandchildren, or you're not moving and you're not independent and then they're needing to care for you. So,
0: yeah, Yeah. I think that's a great point to end this conversation on. Yes.
1: Just move your body every day. See you Thursday for some Q&A.
0: Did you love this episode?
1: Support us by leaving a review and following us on Instagram at well to you podcast.
0: Get to know me, Caitlin, better on Instagram at conscious underscore core underscore Caitlin.
1: And me, Sue, at opal underscore wellness underscore studio. We clearly love our underscores.
0: <laughs>
1: underscore that.